0: In the year 377 987 CE, at the heart of the Abbasid Caliphate in Baghdad, a bookseller and lover of the Prophet Muhammad's family by the name of Ibn al Nadim published a catalogue of books that were in circulation throughout the Islamic controlled world at the time. Al Firist, the catalogue, as it was called, went beyond simply listing books and their authors, it also included a survey of scholarship in all fields of knowledge, pivotal scholars, and oftentimes excerpts from works that may or may not be extant today. Through his work we can deduce that Muslims throughout the Umayyad period and well into the Abbasid period primarily studied the works of the ancients prior to the codification of the transmitted Islamic sciences. Al-Fireist is cited by Islamic and Western scholars alike for its information on ancient people and their knowledge. In fact, he transmits a few interesting takes on Sabianism. I will present two in this post. Then I will show how the two different narratives bring us closer to understanding the differences between the Sabians and the Hanifs. Al-Kindi's View of Sabianism Al-Kindi was considered the first Arab philosopher, who took knowledge from the ancient Sabians. His student, Ahmad ibn al-Tayyib, recorded his description of the Sabians, which is related in Al-Firist. To him, the Sabians were a monotheistic people who believed in a transcendent deity who was unlike his creation in every way. He selected purified individuals to be guides to people, such as Arni, agath and Hermas, Haran, Agathademon. And Hermes Trismegistus, and some even included Solon, one of the grandparents of Plato. They prayed three times a day with ablution facing the North Star. They shunned people who were missing body parts or suffered from contagious diseases like leprosy. They did not eat pork and avoided some other types of meat and vegetables. Ibn al-Nadim, al firist 442 to 4. Abu Sa'id Wahbi ibn ibn Ibrahim. Abu Sa'id was a Christian writer, and the Christians were usually no friends of the Sabians. With this caveat, his depiction of the Sabians was completely different from Alkindis'. It gives a detailed account of monthly rituals, which include animal and human sacrifices to gods, jinns, devils, and spirits. In the month of August, Ab, they made wine to their gods and sacrificed a newborn child. They ground its flesh into powder and baked it into small discs. They then distributed these discs to all sane free male onlookers. In addition, Abu Sid gives the Sabian names for the days of the week as corresponding with celestial deities, not unlike the origins of the day names used in European Romance languages, Ibn Nadim, firist 447 8. Ethan Doyle White. Scroll of Abathur. Eighteenth century, https colon slash 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 w slash index. php? equals six eight four nine three three six one. Bodleian Library one eye, two heads, alternating the narratives. These two characterizations of Sabians put forth by Ibn al nadim from his sources are starkly contrast. Al-Kindi depicts them as a monotheistic, gnostic, proto-Islamic group, while Abu Sa'id depicts them as a heathenistic, pagan cult. Which characterization is correct? I believe them both to be correct characterizations of two different Sabian factions. The former was known as Hanifs and the latter retained the name of Sabian. If we look into the Quran, we will find 12 instances of the word Hanif, plural Hanifa, most of them in reference to the Prophet Abraham, Ibrahim. These references contrast him to the Mushrikan, polytheists. Take Surat al-Na'il, 120 for instance, which can be translated as, Indeed Abraham was an Ummah, obedient to God as a Hanif, and he was not of the polytheists. It appears to be common knowledge by anyone reading or hearing the words of the Quran that Abraham was not a polytheist, so why is the elaboration needed? Apparently, the Mandeans, known to Arabs as the only extant Sabians, have an alternate narrative of the story of Abraham in which he was on his way to becoming a high priest, Nasurai, more on this term later, among the Chaldean Sabians of Babylon. However, they believe he came under the possession of an evil spirit named Yerba who overpowered him to circumcise himself. As mentioned and al-Firist, Sabians believe that missing any part of the body or illness rendered a person impure, and thus Abraham was no longer qualified to become a high priest. Instead, the Mandians claim that he became an outcast and he was followed by lepers, amputees, and other reprobates. He then, in the name of Yerba, attacked the peaceful Sabians of Babylon, forcibly circumcising the men, Samak, al-Sabayoun, 42-43. The Quran is obviously seeking to clarify a narrative that was once misunderstood and continues to be misunderstood. François de Blois a linguist of Semitic and Iranian languages and historian of ancient Near Eastern religions, notes that the cognates to Hanif in Syriac, Aramaic, Mandaic, and Hebrew, HNP, all carry negative connotations like Pagan, False God, Hypocrite, and Pollution, Bulwa, Nasrani, and Hanif. 19. It was only the Arabic of the Quran that converted it to a positive meaning. We have seen how a look into the Sabian narrative adds another dimension to our understanding of the word Hanif is used in the Quran as well as the lines of division in the ancient mystery schools. Reading into this narrative can also do the same for the use of the word Nazara, as we will see in future posts. References Blois, Francois de Nazrani, New Alpha Zeta Omega Rho Alpha I Omicron Sigma, and Hanif, Theta Nu Iota Kappa Sigma, Studies on the Religious Vocabulary of Christianity and of Islam. Bulletin of the School of Oriental and African Studies, University of London, Volume 65, Number 1. 2002, pages 1-30. Ibn Nadam, Abu al-Faraj Muhammad ibn Ishaq. Al-Firist. Dar al-Marifa, 937. http colon slash 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 details slash al al-Marifa. Samik, Abdullah Ali. al sabian 1st Ed, Maktabat al-Adab, 1995.